Hello guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. I'm also here. I'm Andrew. Hello. Hello, you over there. Howdy. Hey, you stranger with the mutton chops and the mustache. This This is a nice look for you. Andrew did something incredible. He committed, and he committed fully to the look that we talked about. Was it last week or the week before? I think it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was like last week, the week before, something like that. He fully committed, and it is glorious yeah i basically like a mutton chop mustache thing i look like i'm uh gonna go fight the yankees <laughs> yeah you do or like you're gonna go like you're like an irishman gonna go fight something i don't know do some bare knuckle boxing yeah or, that's right or i look like somebody named elmer playing baseball in 1890 oh my gosh yes you do congratulations yeah well, how, I mean, how was the turn of the century Oh, man, it was wild. Yeah? We used to not have cars. Now we do. Oh, my gosh. Somebody invented them. Uh, We used to call them horseless carriages because we didn't know names very well yet. Automobiles. And then there's these iron birds up in the sky. (gasps) What is that? Aeroplane, as they call it in the UK, I believe. Aeroplane. Yeah, I think they say aeroplane for some reason. Aluminium. Yeah. Garage. Uh, controversy. Oh, I like that one. Advertisement. I was going to say advertisement. The loo. <laughs> Take the lift up to the top floor. Oh my gosh. Mind the gap. <laughs> what What else? What What are other words they say? Um, uh, I, I'm saying the word color, but there's a U in it. There, oh, the, you are. Yes. Color. Color. Or I'm going to say the word recognize, but instead of the Z, it's an S. That's how I spell it. Is that not? It never corrects Rec- me. Recognize has a Z in America. Also, gray uh, and gray. Gray y- yeah. for England is spelled with an E. Gray for America is spelled with an A. And technically, either one's fine. Correct. Yes. It might depend on like if you work at a newspaper. They. Or, I don't know what the AP guideline would be, because they have guidelines for like words. There are a lot of words that can be spelled two different ways. Oh yeah. Like I remember the word advisor. It can be E R or O R. Either one is it, correct. I've always spelled it O R. Either one's correct, technically. Okay. It, but the AP for like writing newspapers and stuff, yeah. they have a specific one you use, and I don't remember which one it is. But how about that? Yeah, that's a thing I, I learned when I was trying to be a journalist before I'd stopped doing it. But hey, we're sort of still doing it, kind of. Yeah. Well, you are. I never was gonna do that. Smart. There's no money in it. No, there's and not. no jobs. It, yeah, also true. Instead, a- those people guess what they do. Uh, work at grocery stores. I Make don't know. podcasts. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true, actually. A lot of them do. But hey, the the world is turning towards internet-based news stuff. There's no money in it, though. That's a big problem. Unless you're like... Yeah, because nobody's going to just like buy a subscription. Well, let me rephrase that. Very few people just like buy a subscription to like, you know, a thing, a yeah. news thing. It's because there's so much of it that's free out right, there. Right, right. It's... And also, people don't people don't believe in the news. They believe in their copy pastas and memes instead. That's where they get their information from. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't I feel really attacked by that statement? <laughs> just I'm talking about like news based memes. I'm just kidding. And yeah. copy pasta that's like conspiracy, QAnon trash for doofuses. Oh yeah, yeah. There is no hope. No, all is lost. All, all, <laughs> all, all I find your lack of faith disturbing. I sent that to Andrew this week about something, and then he ended up being... I was right. My lack was, of faith was rewarded. It, it was right. He was rewarded. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm letting you down, buddy. 
It's okay. Thank you. I had nothing better to do anyway. Yeah, it was perfect. Good. Exactly. I did. I was on call. Yeah. And I cleaned. Look at my house. Isn't it clean? It looks the same as every time I come over, which is to say it's clean. I've never seen it be actually dirty. Yes, it has. I don't believe that. Okay, maybe not like junky or messy. It doesn't normally get that way. It's been pretty nasty before. I. It's all the animal hair. Let me just say well, that. Yeah. It's the animal hair. There's not much you can do about it. There's so much of it. With three animals, well, two of them shed pretty, well, one right now sheds pretty profusely. Hercules, always. Hair everywhere, all the time. Jackson, those hair's kind of fallen out. It's kind of hit a, hit a little, it, it's kind of hit a little like plateau though like it's kind of stopped falling out as much he got a he got a um he got a a a steroid shot at the vet when he went back because i was like oh my god his hair is falling out that explains why he's roid raging (laughs) he hulked out on andrew and literally held andrew when andrew walked in the door jackson confronted him held andrew up by the scruff and said give me your money and your lunch i'm gonna beat you up and the joke was on him because i have no money or lunch. Oh, wait, you did. You had Sonic. I did. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, eh. I'm trying to be, um, kind of go back to like healthier things, you know? Sure. So. I think about that sometimes. Yeah, and you then know. I, I do it for like a week and I get bored. Yeah, it's just not as good. Like you were sitting there eating your delicious burger and I had a. Again, delicious is a strong word. Well, it's, okay. It was fine. I like Sonic burgers. Sonic burgers are good. I will say uh, the Sonic here did a better job than the Sonic near me because I've ordered, I got the bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. And like the last two times I went to another Sonic, they didn't give me the bacon on the cheeseburger. <laughs> or it was just like. That's in the name. Yeah. That, I don't know. I, I've been there. I've made a chicken sandwich without chicken before when I worked at the Chick-fil-A. Oh, so, did you really? Yeah. I think everybody does it at some point. Yeah. You're just like blank. You're just like... Yeah. You out. just you, you put something in the thing. And I've it's like, made... When I, when I worked at the coffee shop, I've definitely made like espresso drinks without the espresso. <laughs> like I've been like, oh, here's your latte. And they're like, pretty sure this is just steamed milk <laughs> with flavor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot your coffee in there. Yeah. Every, honestly, if you work any job like that, you will eventually completely botch something in some just, goofy way that makes no sense. No, you just remake it and keep going. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we uh, get to it? Let's, okay. Let's do, let's party. Let's party. Okay. This week's party, I'm hosting it. Um, and Andrew is my guest. Yes. He is in the the car, the Caitlin's car of storytelling, and he is the passenger, but I'm picking the tunes. This is the first time I've been invited to a party. It's very exciting. Congratulations. Welcome. Thank Caitlin you. Proctor, the party doctor. I'm, I'm terrified because of all the socializing. <laughs> it's just us and the cat. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just too us. many people. It, it's already three too many. Exactly. I've, I've been... I've been spending so much time away from people that I, I don't know how to deal with it. You're going kind to of develop, what was that, uh, uh, agoraphobia? So like fear of like pl- places and people? I think so. You're going to become a recluse. You should join. I kind of am. You sh- yeah. You should join a, um, uh, like a, like a, like a brotherhood or something. Why? Well, because you're a recluse. Okay. I don't know. Okay. All right. This week's episode. Andrew. Yes. Episode 23, we are going to be talking about Melissa Missy Witt, Um, and she was a victim of what some people have dubbed the Mickey Mouse Killer, which I didn't find a lot about, but we'll get back to that. 
Um, so you guessed it, guys. We're headed back to Fort Smith, West Arkansas. <laughs> we just couldn't stay away from there. So, I've been putting forth all this effort to avoid it, and you just keep bringing me back in. I just, I mean, we have to. Like, seriously, what is up with West Arkansas? You guys, come on. Quit it. All right? Yeah, like, stop being the way that you are. Yeah. I, I found <laughs> an article, um, and I, I put it on our, you, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I put it on our ideas page, is 12 Unsolved Murders in Fort Smith. <laughs> Oh, Alone. just Fort Smith? Yeah, I think it was. Fort oh. Smith seems wild. Yeah, I did. I Especially had no Fort idea. Smith. I had no idea. It was so, like, violent. There's so many. I, and yeah. that's what I mentioned to somebody today, and they're like, there are, it's all the, there's a bunch of unsolved murders in West and Northwest Arkansas. And I, I was think, like, why? I think I have seen something about Fort Smith being, like, having a lot of crime issues, but I don't, I don't know enough. That's so weird. Okay. So we're going to be talking about Melissa Missy Witt. So um, to her friends, Melissa was known as Missy. She was a 19-year-old honor student at West Ark Community College, which is now UAF, UAFS, which is the University of Arkansas at Fort Smith. So it's a part of the University of Arkansas system. Um, and it's actually like a pretty big school. Like they even have like a music program and stuff, which is kind they, of odd for a satellite school. They even have their own sports program. They're like a junior college. Yeah. Th- I'm just going to say real quick, they're called the Lions, which is a lame name because you're in Fort Smith. You should be the Marshals. Why? Oh, that's a great idea. Exactly. Because of the, the, the hanging judge. Exactly. And they had all mar- it, I'm, I'm so much better at this than they are. You are. You should take over. I'm going to go take over and change everything. Rename some things. Exactly. Make them better. Okay. Um, okay. She was a student at UFS. She had dreams of becoming a dental hygienist, which thank you guys for what you do because mouths are nasty. For real. <laughs> she was employed part-time and lived with her mother, Mary Ann Witt. Um, and she, it was just her mom, her and her mom, as her parents had divorced when she was young. And she was the only child of the two, of the pair together. I'm not sure if she had any step siblings, but it did never mention anything about it. So I think she was an only child, period. Um, she was a happy, sweet, friendly, well-adjusted, well-liked, um, kind, very, very kind, innocent. Uh, one article I read said that she looked at the world through rose-colored spectacles she was just very kind of naive but in a really sweet way you know the world was still an oyster to be had it wasn't dark and disgusting um okay so this blink brings us to december 1st 1994 melissa was going about her day very normal she spent the morning with her mom they had a bit of a disagreement uh melissa asked for some money and her mom was like nah so, so they, they just, but it just kind of, they kind of brushed it off and she left and she went to her classes at West Ark slash UAFS. They um, went about their days following class. She went and had lunch with friends at the mall that afternoon. And then she went to her job as a dental high, I'm sorry, a dental assistant at the dentist office she worked at. Uh, after she got off, her car would not start it was in the parking lot of her work and she tried to crank it and it wouldn't start the battery would just click 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 so she had left a light on which had killed her battery so a kind stranger assisted her in jumping her car back to life so she went home and she changed her clothes and while she was home she found a note from her mother and it stated things something along the lines of her mom marion said she 
she loved her she loved melissa and that marianne would be at bowling world which is a bowling alley in fort smith is that what it is what (laughs) it's a bowling alley bowling world's a bowling alley can you believe that shocking i figured it was about bowling hats well you know surprise it's about bowling the art the craft and the art of rolling a ball down an alley and knocking down pins i like it i haven't haven't bowled in a long time i'm terrible at it i mean i am too i no no i'm terrible at it i'm lucky if i get we can get you those bumpers i need those like a small child you are the size of a small child so it makes sense how dare you? <laughs> uh, okay, so she went home. Uh, but her mom said she'll be at Bowling World, the bowling alley, bowling with her bowling league by the time Melissa got the message. So Melissa decided, she said, I'm going to head to Bowling World. She was going to surprise her mom there uh, for a fun evening just to visit with her. However, Melissa would never make it inside Bowling World. And Mary Ann would never know that her daughter was going to come surprise her. Well, she did find out, but it was later. So something happened, okay? This is the night that Melissa was going to go surprise her mom. A young boy was with his mom at the bowling alley, Bowling World. He went outside around 6.30 or 6.40, he wasn't sure, to retrieve a book from their car, and he heard a woman screaming, help me. And he looked around and he did not see anyone. There were no security cameras because this was pretty early 1994. So there weren't any security cameras installed at the bowling alley. Not really that surprising, to be honest. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I don't know when it started, but it seems like everything has a security camera at this point. Yeah. To the point like houses have security cameras like all the time. Yeah. Guess who does? You and me both. Oh, you do? Yes. How about that? We had a our one of our cars got broken into. So <gasps> which one was it? Uh, it was my dad's. Seven. It's been a while. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So there were no security cameras installed, which not surprising because they weren't. I don't think as common as they are now, or as like co- like basic commonplace. So technology had no eyes on her or anybody to see what happened or who it was. Around seven forty-five. Says so about an hour later. Some keys were turned into the lost and found. They were found in the parking lot. They were Melissa's, but no one seemed to notice the flecks of blood that were on the keys. That's the first thing I would notice, I would think. Well, I think they were pretty small, so they weren't very noticeable. They just picked them up, they found them, and they took them to the lost and found. I suppose if it was even, if it was like dried at that point, maybe. Yeah, it probably like It looks different. And also, you probably don't think that. Even you if you see it, you're pick like... pick it up and you're like, hey, somebody lost their keys. Better go turn them in. Yeah, but even if you look at it and you're like, I don't know. Chocolate? Paint? Yeah. Something. Something, something not Something other than the horrible thing? Cause it's, yeah. You wouldn't think that to start with, I guess. Exactly. So, Marianne, she left her bowling league when it was finished. She left. She went home at her normal time. But she started to get concerned because she noticed that Melissa was not home when she got home and she had not heard from her. There was no note from her. And time went on, time passed, and Marianne started to get really worried. So after fretting and searching that whole night, Marianne finally notified police of Melissa's absence at 9 a.m. the next morning because this was not something that Melissa would do. This was absolutely out of character and not usual. So she, again, she notified the police the next morning. So this was a Friday morning that she notified the police. And immediately they took her seriously. They kind of started a search. 
And Melissa's friends and family spent all day Saturday searching and passing out flyers. And by the time they wrapped things up, like wrapped up the day, they had passed out 6,000 flyers, which is a lot of flyers. So her, Melissa's face was posted everywhere. I mean, everybody in the area was aware of what was going on. It hit the news very quickly and spread wildly. So days later, days later, Melissa's car was discovered in the Bowling World parking lot. And when police searched around her car, they noticed her broken hair clip, one of her earrings, and just flecks of blood everywhere. And she was gone. She was not there. So, so um, d- ha- does this mean the car had been moved there later? Or no, no, she drove it there to surprise her mom there. Okay, so she got... She got to the bowling okay. alley, but uh, she never made it inside. Kind of surprising they didn't notice it there, but... That's what I thought. And days later... Th- I guess maybe you wouldn't think that if well, she, you didn't know didn't, yeah she didn't tell anybody and so i guess that makes sense but if you had seen it i mean this the, the article i read said days later i mean that seems that is such you know it's unfortunate i'm sure they you know, nobody meant to do that but that's just it, such yeah lost they were time. they were trying yeah and that's just lost time and when days go by evidence leaves you know what i mean evidence gets washed away evidence deteriorates so it can be disturbed. So, I mean, no telling how many people walk through evidence there, tracked it around, and it's just really unfortunate. Um, but, again, it, it wasn't anybody's fault. You know, nobody what, nobody knew she would be there. So, an extensive search for Melissa ensued after that. They knew, they could tell she was missing. I mean, clearly, obviously, and that something had happened. So, nothing came to fruition for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, but finally... On January 19th, 1995, so Christmas had come and went, New Year's had come and went, and this was January 13th of 95, two trappers found Melissa's lifeless body off an old logging road in Franklin County in the Ozark National Forest, and I read two different, anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour and a half away from where she had been abducted or where she was missing from, so I, I mean... That's kind of a big, a big 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Still, either way, that's a long way away from where she went missing. So, unfortunately, her state of decomposition was pretty advanced. And thus, the coroner was unable to determine if Melissa had been raped. But it was assumed she had as she was found nude. And her killer had taken all of her clothing, her other earring, her purse, and her Mickey Mouse watch that she had on, which she always wore. And her cause of death was determined to be strangulation. Of note, strange note, is that her body had been moved recently before the discovery. The trapper said they frequented the area and they were in that precise area like the day before. And Melissa was not there. So they said, you know, we've been in here. We come in here all the time. They were eliminated as suspects. They were. But I mean, that's just kind of like, hmm, suspicious. Very strange. So, on observation of the scene as they were investigating, investigators noted that the ground around Melissa and the ground up this hill about 10 feet next to her, it had been, like, disturbed. It was determined that Melissa had been dragged down that hill where she had been hidden behind a large rock that resembled a tombstone, which is very eerie. And it was also determined that she had died in the woods as debris and leaves from the area were found in her lungs. Wait, how does that happen? Well, I mean, not, I don't want to be graphic, but like, you know, she's being strangled. She's trying to gasp for breath and she probably inhaled debris. Okay. Um, would be my guess. 
that I don't know that I, again not a scientist but that would be my guess um invest- we, I, just ahead. a disclaimer for anything we ever say we in fact are not scientists I am not an expert same I'm not an expert in this or literally anything yeah I'm, I don't think I can be labeled an expert in anything I'm well versed in a lot of things you're well versed in a lot of things expert mm, is a maybe. hard statement uh, okay, investigators did believe that she had been taken immediately to the forest after she had been duck- abducted and then sadly raped and murdered there. Some, however, disagree and believe that she was held nearby and escaped and perished because of the elements. So, I, I kind I, of... I thought she was strangled, though. Yes, yeah, saying that she had been strangled before and then had come out there and the elements tried to, you know... And try to escape because it is winter time in the forest in the national park in the mountains so eh, i don't know i'm inclined to believe the investigators uh just because it seems more plausible you know and it seems like they would know what they're talking about more than whoever these other people are yeah yeah okay so an intense investigation soon took place uh news coverage was fierce for a time her face was everywhere but as time went on, Lee's through cold and Melissa's case joined so many others in the waiting to be solved section. So we're going to talk a little bit about some suspects and whatnot. One lead that had investigators intrigued happened the day before Melissa's body was discovered. A phone call was made to the Fort Smith Police Department and it was kind of fuzzy but it sounded as if an older woman and a younger man possibly like a grandmother and grandson were arguing back and forth on the phone with the woman stating tell them what you found and the young man replying i can't and promptly hanging up there is a recording of this it has not been made public but there is a recording of this um investigators believe that this could be the person who moved melissa's body and they're not really sure what the intention would be. Maybe he was friends with the killer and had guilt and wanted her to be found. Maybe he happened upon her but was afraid to say something because of a criminal record. Who knows? It's it's a mystery. But they believe he has some knowledge, whoever this mystery person is. They believe he has some knowledge of Melissa's case. Could they? I thought they could like track where phones were. Well, this is, again, back in the... 90s and they can put tracers on there but i think they had to be on the phone for like 15 to 30 seconds i always heard that part was a myth the time thing that that's a movie thing oh is it that's what i've always heard hmm. i don't know i always i also always heard as uh they're always telling you not to call 911 when you're a kid unless there's an actual emergency you yeah, know yeah and so i was always told like they know where you are when you call so I don't know if that was just them being like, don't you do it? Well, I think they maybe, I don't know. I, that would be something to, if anybody knows, if that's an actual myth, especially if there's any police or, or investigators out there, was that or is that a myth that, you know, you have to be on the phone for X or you used to have to be on the phone for, now we have cell phones that ping off towers. But back then, if you were trying to get a trace, did it have to be for X amount of seconds? Yeah. We know a few cops. We could probably... Just ask them. You're probably actually correct. I don't know if they would know about back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to find some old cops. Oh, I'm sorry. Older cops. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't want to offend anybody. Okay. So this whole thing, 
it's still kind of a mystery. So investigators believed whoever dumped Melissa there was intimately knowledgeable and familiar of the area as it was very remote. And if her body was moved in the nighttime, like, cause it seemed as if she was moved in the night, like maybe she had been there for a while and then somebody had pulled her body out into a more open area so she could be found because the trappers were there the day before and she wasn't there and they were there the next day and she was there. So if the, if her body was moved at nighttime, it would be almost impossible to find unless you knew exactly where you were going because it was such a remote area. So we're going to talk about a couple suspects. Um, and this one that I mentioned first is really the most prominent and promising one. And so we're just going to start with him. One suspect emerged who could have been intimately familiar with the area and who was a very well-known criminal. And his name was Larry Swearingen. Swearing? Swearingen. I think that's how you say it. That's my guess reading it. Okay. Swearingen was an incarcerated felon on death row in Texas. He was convicted of murdering a 19-year-old Melissa Trotter in 1998. So some pretty scary similarities exist between the two cases. Okay. Both girls were obviously named Melissa. They were both 19 years old. They were both college students. They looked similar. They were both disposed of in a national forest and abducted in the same weeks, exactly four years apart. They both had cigarettes found near their bodies. They both lacked defensive wounds. They were both strangled and both had Mickey Mouse watches that were taken by the murderer. Isn't that, that weird? That's bizarre. Biz- yeah. You know, that's almost too coincidental. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. I mean, he obviously, potentially, if he were the guy. Yeah. Has a, a type, I guess. Yes. Isn't, that's a normal yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Mickey Mouse watch part is where it's weird. Yes. Because like, well, I did see where like Mickey Mouse watches like Melissa had were really popular back in the 90s, but. It's still peculiar that Melissa, 19-year-old... I mean, there's two, that is like an insane amount of similarities. Co- coincidences can be crazy. Like, That's true. There was a... I, I believe it's uh, Dennis the Menace. There's two different Dennis the Menaces. What? And they debuted on the same day. One in the US, one in the UK. Nuh-uh. Completely separate of each other. They didn't know about it? Nope. Nuh-uh. Oh, yeah. That's It's weird. real, yeah. I'm going to look that up. You're gonna, you better. Okay. Maybe I'll look it up and make sure I'm right. <laughs> okay. All right, so, okay, so Swearingen, he was visiting family in Arkansas during Melissa's disappearance. He wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't live in Arkansas proper, but he was visiting family during the time of her disappearance. And he keeps avoiding his death penalty and punishment due to his multiple appeals and requests for DNA evidence, like between the two cases and stuff. So some people truly believe he is innocent, but who knows? And if you're wondering about the cigarettes, like the cigarette butts, like I did, because I was like, well, why don't they just get DNA from the cigarettes that were around their bodies? It's still an open book, as far as I can tell. They have not, as far as I can tell, ruled one way or the other or done any DNA testing, but it could be in the works. It was kind of hard to tell. It was very vague as to that. But from what I can tell, it seems as if they still might have some of that in evidence and might still be able to process it and i'm telling you this is the age of justice i've heard it on other podcasts it's like with familial dna coming around you better buckle up because coming for you because that anyway 
And so, eventually all crimes will be solved because they know exactly where you are and what you're saying at all times because of these uh, spyware devices we carry with us. That's right. We call them phones. Though. Yep, that is correct. Very good. Thank you for per- 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 perpetuating uh, conspiracy beliefs. Appreciate it's that. It's not a conspiracy, though. It's real because well, yeah. like the NSA was legit busted for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Okay, you're right. We were actually just it's, talking about this before we started yeah, the podcast. It's, it's the one-time conspiracy theorists were actually right. <laughs> And they will not don't, shut up about don't, it. Don't, don't go crazy, conspiracy people. You get one, you get one. Well, that's the thing. One. They get one. So then they're like, see, I was right about that one. When you give a so conspiracy. So I'm probably right about the others. <laughs> when you give a conspiracy nut a conspiracy truth. <laughs> you know that when the, you give a mouse, give a, mouse a cookie. A, yeah. Is that right? If you give a mouse a cookie? I think that's right. Something, something, whatever. Okay. So blah, 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 blah. So anyway, those cigarette butts, it's still being looked into as far as I can tell. Another suspect was a man who had committed a uh, murder in the next town over, but he had a solid alibi and was cleared and it didn't give a name. Another was a man who had been posing as a police officer not far from the bowling alley, but he was also cleared. Yet another suspect was Tra- Travis Dale Crouch, an Arkansas native imprisoned in Colorado for the rape of a woman he met in a mall parking lot. He forced the woman to accompany him to a remote mountaintop where he forced her to undress and proceeded to rape her. And after he did this, Crouch passed out from the drugs he had consumed and the woman escaped. And Crouch was in Fort Smith at the time of Melissa's abduction. And he lived about one mile from where her body was found. So interesting. Yep. But if you're wondering also about the kind stranger at the beginning of the story, that that's who it was. It, he was a... The, I assume it was a he. I don't know. But it was just a kind stranger who helped jump her car. They were ruled out as a suspect. He was just a nice person doing a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, it's definitely a he because um, he he was able to do a car thing. And women can't do that. Get out. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. I've been really sexist towards Caitlin today. Yeah, and I don't appreciate it. Well. Get out. <laughs> I will. Eventually. That, that, that gif I sent you yesterday it was like, get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. This is one of those cases that we've talked about. It's still unsolved. And there's something just... I don't know if you ever heard somebody sing a song and you know it. And then they get to like the last couple verses or last couple words and they don't finish it. And you're like, well, you got to finish it. You, ha- you, you No, there's no resolution. This is how this feels. It's like an unfinished song. So it's, it's something about an unsolved case. It just makes you think. Anyway... And unfortunately, um, Mary Ann, uh, Melissa's mom, passed away on March 20th, 2011, which was my 21st birthday. And she was 75. This isn't about you. I know. She had spent 16 years, three months, and 19 days searching for her missing heart. Hmm. There are multiple documentaries, books, blogs all sorts of stuff pertaining to Melissa's disappearance. There is a much anticipated uh, documentary coming out. It's called Uneven Ground, the Melissa Witt story, and it's due for release January 13th, 2021. There is a book of the same name and it's headed. It's by the same person, LaDonna Humphrey, who is incredibly involved in Melissa Witt's case. And, like she is like incredibly involved in this. So, she has been an integral part and a big proponent of Melissa's case and finding her justice. Um, and yeah, so there's a documentary coming out. Be looking for that. And a book under the same name. Uneven Ground, the Melissa Witt story. 
So we encourage you all to join the Facebook page, Who Killed Missy Wit? M-I-S-S-Y, Who Killed Missy Wit? And this is a Facebook page dedicated solely towards Melissa and finding her justice. And also people post, I looked at it today. I joined it. I'm trying to figure out how to get our our page to like it. I'm not really good with Facebook and technology. So we'll find out. Um, if you have any leads, you can call 479-221-9393. Again, 479 479- Two two one nine three nine three. If you have any information regarding Missy's disappearance and or death, there is a five thousand dollar reward for anyone with information leading to a conviction and arrest. And one simple call or clue could be the one that cracks the case and brings justice for Melissa. Please, if you know anything, let someone know. Um, and Andrew will post those numbers with when we drop the episode and. Um, I just want to, Janie Jones from AY Magazine for the win again. Her articles are bomb. And I also got um, some information from DoSouthMagazine.com. And yeah, so that is Melissa Witt's case. Very sad, unsolved. You know, I I feel like also when parents unfortunately pass away, sometimes the oomph kind of goes with them for the push for the case solving the case and she didn't have any siblings so sometimes the push to solve the case kind of dies down but LaDonna Humphrey is not letting that happen and I we none of us really should you know because this is this is a case somebody knows something this is a case where multiple cigarette butts were found it was in a parking lot of a public area somebody knows something whoever that person was that called and just hung up they know something so don't be afraid it can be anonymous just bring justice to melissa and especially i was just actually just thinking this while you're talking yeah with cases going cold and being unsolved for a long time Mm -hmm. the last episode you did had a similar track except it eventually was solved the jennifer shewitt case yes it was and guess what it was solved through dna that's that right that's yes. it okay. that's it dna and i mean dna is just it it's it's just unprecedented you know in i feel like in forensics because even things like uh like hair analysis has been debunked and they're saying like other things you know that we're such a solid forensic science are kind of being debunked but it's hard to argue with with dna i mean you know, DNA is, everybody is, unless you're an identical twin, everybody's DNA is different. And although I, I, we might have talked about this, identical twins have different fingerprints. Did you know that? No, but I'm not surprised, I guess. Because it has to do with formation in the womb, I believe. It, I don't think your fingerprints have to do with like DNA. I don't remember. But I think that's why they have different fingerprints because they form differently because they're different people. Interesting. But they have the same DNA. They're genetically identical and that's your science lesson for the day which hopefully we got right yep i think i did (laughs) i think don't hold me to it too late i'm going to okay well again disclaimer not a scientist or an expert in any field whatsoever anything that is correct that is correct i can i can confirm what that the thing i said about dennis the menace is correct oh cool there's a Dennis the Menace in the UK and a Dennis the Menace in the US that both debuted 
on March 12th in 1951. That's my sister's birthday. Not 1951. Yeah, so your sister's old. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your sister's older than your parents. That's bizarre. It's science. All right, let's check this out. We are. Okay. This is the time for you to do state capitals. We're working through all the state capitals, 10 at a time every week until Caitlin can get them all. Put your phone away. <laughs> I was trying to research. Okay, it's locked. <laughs> Andrew has a very disapproving teacher look on his face right now. It's just, it's so disappointing that you try and cheat. I'm not trying to cheat. I'm just trying to like cram i'm trying to cram before the exam looked an awful lot like you're trying to cheat okay go ahead all right so we're gonna start off nebraska lincoln city just lincoln but i'll accept it okay how about nevada carson city there you go okay new jersey oh crap oh kendall i'm so sorry um (laughs) kendall's my friend that's not helping me um I don't remember. I'm so sorry. All right. We'll move on then. Uh, we're going to go with North Carolina. Raleigh. Yes. I, I can't. I don't think I got that one last week. Uh, no, you weren't even asked that one. But oh, I was just okay. thinking like, how are you supposed to pronounce that city? Raleigh? Raleigh? So sometimes I hear people say, I hear rally a lot. Sort of like going to mm-hmm. rallies, the yeah. restaurant. I don't know. What so, did, I, did I say Rally? Yeah, I think so. Raleigh. I don't know. I always called it Raleigh, which yeah. I think sounds better, but whatever. I think it does too. You're right. And let's do... We're going to go to North Dakota. Bismarck. Yes, indeed. Ohio. I'll give you a clue. It starts with a C. That's not very helpful with Ohio. Columbus. There you go. Okay. Because there's also Cleveland and Cincinnati, so it's like <laughs> not a very helpful clue. Cleveland, oh man, there's just the greatest, the greatest video oh, ever. You know what yes. I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma. This should be the easiest Oklahoma one ever. Oklahoma City. Yes, good job. Thank you. Hey, Aaron, when you get, yeah. you thought it was Kansas City? I that did. was sad. <laughs> that was really embarrassing. And Oregon. Salem. Good job. And last one for this week, Pennsylvania. It's a weird one. It is indeed. Shoot. Don't tell me. I wasn't gonna. Don't tell me, Andrew. Quit. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I, I'm not gonna. What is it again? What state are we doing? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Is, it a, is it a popular one? It's a popular place, Pennsylvania? It's not Philadelphia. It's not particularly popular. I wouldn't know of it other than the fact that it is the capital. Is it big? Like, is it? You would think capital cities are like the biggest cities of states and like that everybody knows. Well, a lot of times the capital just is. Centrally located? It's centrally located a lot of times. Gotcha. So like even. Little Rock's pretty central. Yeah. That's why. That's basically why it was Little Rock. Oh, okay. There's like. And Little Rock's also the biggest city. But that's not always the case with capitals. capitals. Like mm, okay. Jefferson City in Missouri is like really small. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. But then you have like Kansas City and St. Louis that are big major cities. Right, right. Hmm. Okay. Well, I give up on Pennsylvania. All right. And also I lied. I have one more we oh, have to do. Oh, crap. Because okay. I can't count apparently. Oh, gosh. Uh, Rhode Island. Carson. City. 
Wait, I already did that. You one. already did that. Oh, one. Cr- okay. Rhode Island. I know you know at least one city I in know, Rhode Island. I know, and I'm gonna look at it and be like, "Oh gosh, darn it!" I'll just tell you, it's not Quahog. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Rhode Island, Rhode Island. It's a city state. It's Rhode Island. That's that's wrong. Okay, well, I can't remember. All right, well, you did. Gosh darn it! Good for a while there. Oh man, I'm looking at it now, and I'm. Gosh darn it. I'm going to do better next week. It's happening. I doubt that. You're right. You'll probably do about the same. I made a C. <laughs> I made a 70%. Yeah, you're getting there. I'm passing. C means continue. Thank you. I, I guess. Okay. What now? Um. So this is going to be a longer oh, version of yeah. what you're looking at. Here we it's go. It's very specific uh, because I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation. The second Mortal Kombat movie, and it is a disaster, bizarro film. I cannot believe it's real. Total garbage. Like, the first movie is, it's not great. Like, the plot's kind of weird and Mm -hmm. makes no sense, but it's a competent film. It's a movie, and it's like, you follow the characters through the plot, and they do stuff, and Mm -hmm. there's a conclusion. Cool. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, just, stuff is just happening all the time, and there's no explanation for anything. So I can't, I, you sound like you're surprised about this. I so I hadn't seen this movie in quite a while, and I knew it was insane, but I had forgotten exactly how insane. So I took notes as I watched it because I was just <laughs> like, I ha- I have to keep I can't keep up with this otherwise. That's hilarious. So, so the star of the movie. So at the conclusion of Mortal Kombat, they're at those temples or whatever. They're like, Yay, we did it! Earth is saved! Yay! Mortal Kombat Annihilation takes place like a minute later oh. and a bunch of villains fall through uh, to the earth through a CGI portal that looks and there's like CGI fireballs that look real bad and the villains they're wearing like the worst costumes I've ever seen. They're so cheap looking. Do they wear the mask things? Yes. Cool. Like Shao Kahn has his because uh, Shao Kahn's the main villain. He's got his skull mask and it looks real bad. Cool. Um, Shiva who is like Goro, but a lady. Mm-hmm. So she has four arms. She has some goofy costume. Looks terrible. There's Motaro, who is a centaur demon man. <gasps> I love it. Um, Ermac is there, and I think Rain is there. They're the red and purple ninjas. Are they bad? Yeah. Okay. So those those are the bad guys. Um, and when Shao Kahn shows up, he has this great quote. He goes, "The Earth was created in six days. So too shall it be destroyed." And on the seventh day, mankind shall rest in peace. Oh my gosh, that's so gnarly. Yeah, I love wow, that part. Wow, great. The, and then, also, I just want to let everybody know, this came out in 1997, so you can't expect a lot. <laughs> you can, The other movie came out before, and it's better. Yeah, well, you know. So, anyway. the best part, this is where the movie like just tells you, we have no, exp- no explanations for anything, because Katana says... Because she just go, they're like, why? What? I thought we won the Mortal Kombat. They can't do this. And Katana just says, somehow, he's opened the gateways to your world. And cool. Th- and they're like, but how? Don't how worry could they it. do that? And Raiden says, what closes can open again. <laughs> okay. Not really an explanation. So Sonya Blade, echoing the audience's thoughts, says, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> There is no, there is no explanation. They, they just move on. Cool. There's like next thing, uh, Sindel appears and Katana's like, "Mother, you're alive," and it's like, 
this was never established that that was her mother in the last movie and it's just like surprise. out of nowhere it's like hey surprise uh, everybody katana's mother is sindel and also she was dead but now she's not you didn't know anything until just now i'm i'm looking while andrew's telling the story i'm looking up pictures from this and it is it's real bad it's something else man and sindel's character uh she has a very well delivered line she said um katana says mother you're alive and sindel goes too bad you will die and oh. she delivers it exactly like that to too her bad. daughter she said that to her daughter yeah oh, that's too bad weird. you will die it's like man oh, that's some that's that some acting raid a acting my friend yeah raiden and uh raiden and shao Kahn have a fight they they do a thing mm-hmm. raiden does his little flying move from the game where he just goes like <laughs> just like that pretty much like that i'm not even lying um raiden's kicking uh shao Kahn's ass just whipping him but then uh some minion, some random minion, throws a rope to Shao Kahn, uh-huh. and he uses it to uh, like lasso Sonya Blade. Okay, and he's like, I'm gonna show you a picture. I want you to tell me who this is. Okay, which one's that? That's Sindel. Does that mom? Yeah. Okay, who's the daughter? Uh, Katana. She the one with the braid. Maybe. K i t t a n a. I'm just looking. I just looked at Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'm just looking. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's like a lady that one she's in love with a dude yes okay cool but it's so it's so sonya blade again damsel in distress for some reason uh-huh. which is dumb and not what she should be doing yeah because this is mortal Kombat, baby yeah and basically shao Kahn's like you better give up or i'm gonna gonna kill her and then johnny cage is like no and he does a kick and he gets caught, and then Shao Kahn breaks his neck. In like the first five minutes of the movie, Johnny Cage is just dead. Uh, what? Exactly. And then they, they say, the uh, Shao Kahn just like, annihilate them. Sort of like the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, he just says, annihilate them. They, The heroes just kind of like run away from the minions, mm-hmm. like with no effort. They just get away. They're like, oh, we did it. Cool. So then, uh, for some reason, there is a... A network of tunnels underground. Where'd that come from? From the brain of some coked up movie writer, I guess. <laughs> and these tunnels are a transport system where you you stand inside of a ball and you just roll through like these tunnels that go around the earth and stuff. So you're a so you're a hamster. Yeah, kind of. A magic hamster. And it seems like a really bad system because there's a part where like uh, Katana's like, all right, now we need to go left, and it's like. Well, if they didn't go left, because they shoot through a tunnel over like a river of lava into another hole and continue on. If they hadn't done that, I think they would have just hit the wall and fallen into the lava. So that's a really bad system. Who for, made this? I don't Who made know. this? Terrible they engineering. They, expl- they explain nothing. Terrible engineering. Um, Mortal Kombat character favorite, uh, Smoke appears. It's the cyborg version. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you guys. And then, for no reason... Uh, Sub-Zero appears. He is gliding on ice above him like a zip line. Cool. And he freezes smoke and they kick him off the Who, edge. Wait, who's good? Which one's good? Um, well, previously Sub-Zero's been bad and okay. smoke is bad. And Sub-Zero freezes smoke. Liu Kang kicks him off at the edge and then he just explodes. What? Sub-Zero explodes? Uh, smoke explodes. Oh, okay, okay. So smoke is done. They okay. killed him already. Okay. And it's like, hey, it's Sub-Zero and 
and then he's like what what are you doing here i thought i killed you in the last movie and he's like nope that was my brother uh, what that was my brother sub-zero one and i'm sub-zero two yep and he's like and then they're like well why did you help and i forget if he even says oh he says there's some legend out of nowhere that katana has to do something to stop this from happening cool and then scorpion shows up you may remember scorpion from the first movie uh for exploding he died he's, he's back oh, i don't know why cool uh, there's a there's a legend did you know that yes okay so sub-zero scorpion they do a fight and i forget how it happens but uh scorpion eventually he captures katana and goes through a portal with her and as he's doing it he just yells suckers <laughs> it's really awkward sounding and then wow. and then um Liu kang turns around away from sub-zero mm-hmm. then looks back sub-zero's gone he did a batman what and also, guess what? Sub-Zero what? and Scorpion, not in the rest of the movie. Okay. They're done. Bye. Sub-Zero shows up, saves the day, leaves. It's all he's, he's done. That's Scorp- all they needed. Scorpion kidnaps one of the main characters. He never appears again. One they never done. deal with him. One and done. And there's a part where um, Sonya Blade is just at some weird science facility. And she goes in and her partner, Jax, the guy with the robot arms from the game, hmm. he... Is for some reason in the science facility. She knows he's there. There's no reason she should know this. And she's like, hey, guy, what are you? He's like, check it out. I got sweet robot arms now. Sweet. And she's like, what's happening and why? Where Where is he? And like, he's just like cool with everything happening because the earth is about to blow up or something, whatever course, it's doing. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Cyrax shows up. He's a yellow robot if you see him in there. Okay. And Jax fights him, and then there's a cool part where Cyrax turns a minion into a skeleton by shooting these, like, nano balls at him. Just cool. Just skeletonizes him. That part's pretty cool. Nice. And they, they how did they kill, she, he gets caught, uh, uh, Cyrax is in, like, a fire of sorts, and Sonya Blade picks up some powder, and she blows it, she blows it, like, yeah, kind of like. The thing she does in the game, mm-hmm. and that makes that dude explode. So Cyrex is done. They killed him. Um, yeah, he, and also, oh, Cyrex, he does like the Predator, mm-hmm. where uh, you know at the end of the first Predator, he's got like a bomb, and sure. it, and then he explodes. Sure, I'm gonna pretend like to I try and kill the people who killed him. Oh, okay, cool. So Cyrex has that, and it leads to the worst CGI background explosion ever because Sonya and Jax are running away. And then it just cuts to them jumping and just this like terrible, terrible little explosion that's like green screened behind them. <laughs> it It's so unbelievably bad. Um, there's a part. Oh, so the bad guys are talking in a room about their plans. They mention, one of them mentions how they uh, killed Cabal and Stryker who are from the games mm-hmm. just off screen. They're not in the movie and they're dead now. So don't even worry about it. Okay. And then Shao Kahn kills Rain because he did something. He just hits him with a big old hammer and I think it launches him into lava or something. I forget. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, Liu Kang's in the desert. I don't know why. And then Nightwolf shows up um, and he attacks Liu Kang and he's like, as a, he's attacking him as a wolf. So it's like a wolf attacking him. And there's a part where Liu Kang is very clearly just like, grabbing the camera you know how like in 
comedies and yeah. stuff like a, an animal attacks a person they're obviously just holding on to like a puppet yeah it's like that except luke king's just holding the camera like ah, and so, pretending like that's the wolf yes it's Weird. really bad and very obvious Ooh. night wolf is like you're gonna learn how to do animality so you can turn into a dragon like in the video game cool and um Liu Kang, he has like a dream or something, and you sort of see his face turn into a bad CGI dragon for half a second. Nice. And then also, uh, Nightwolf is no longer in the movie. He's gone. Don't I, even worry about it. All you needed was the animality thing. I guess. It, he just he just showed up, and he's gone. Bye. And then a lady shows up, and it's snowing, and it's uh, her name is Jade, and she's wearing like a bikini for some reason, again, in the snow. Cool. <laughs> and she's like, What? And she, she tries to do a sex with Liu Kang. And he's Uh-oh. like, no, no, thank you. I, I like Katana or whatever. Are they like together? Katana and Liu Kang? Yeah. Okay. And it turns out that was just a test for some reason. And I don't, I don't know. And then, Did and he then win? The, Did he pass? I guess so. And, oh. the, and then it, the snow goes away. It's actually a vision. It, he's still in the regular desert. Oh. And Jade is now wearing her like green outfit sort of like the video game oh, instead okay. of being in a weird cloth bikini thing weird for no reason weird and uh so Jax and sonia they're they're hanging out doing whatever they're doing and Jax is finally like hey um can you explain what the hell's going on yeah because he has this is just out of nowhere and she's like there's no time to explain or something and he's like don't worry about it just just follow me yeah and he's just like you're not explaining why and Sonya says, why did Johnny have to die? And Jax just says, I don't know who that is. <laughs> like, who? like, the dialogue makes no sense. And Jax is probably the best character because he's just like, I don't know who you're talking about. What are you talking about? He's like, can you he, tell me anything? He's like the person is like us, us in there. Exactly. He's, I just, he's just, I, I don't know who that is. I have Ooh. a friend who, or uh, yeah, I have a friend who would sometimes talk about people i had no idea who they were talking about they'd just be like yeah and then brian did this and i was like i have no idea who brian is who's this friend i know who it is <laughs> maybe <laughs> um so then the character melina shows up and she does who's a f- melina melina she's another ninja lady okay she wears like a purple looking one okay or uh, maybe like burgundy i don't know what you call okay it. okay um she shows up she fights sonia she loses and then this horrible cgi creature shows up you should look up cgi creature from mortal kombat annihilation on your phone is the one with the teeth it does have teeth or is the one with the weird head um this is weird head that i was talking about it's not weird head that's that's when shao khan's turning into his animality okay it must spoilers okay it must be it must be teeth person which i was a long time ago yeah so it's this horrible horrible worst cgi i've ever seen in my life (laughs) and jacks just punches it Oh. In the side. And it's obviously like he's just punching air. And, oh. and the CGI creature has to like sort of respond. Great. And uh, it, it then it goes underground. Like the CGI monster is like, okay, I'm done. I, I got beat up by a robot arm guy. And then Jax is a creep because he's uh, Sonya had been like in the mud a bit. And so he's like, you look good in mud. Like Ew. a creep. Don't be creepy. And, and, and Sonya's like, Jax. <laughs> I think she literally says, Jax, like that. And then he says, well, you do. I just need to know. I just, I have not seen any of these actors in any other movies. Just FYI. No, you probably haven't because, I mean, 
Raiden is played by a new person. Uh, Sonya is a different per- actor. Johnny Cage is a different actor. Like, nobody came back for this movie other than Katana and Liu Kang's actors. I mean, this just terrible. I mean, it's because it's bad, I think. It, it really is. Anyway. Raiden, he goes and he talks to the Elder Gods. And yeah, those are a thing now. And he's <laughs> apparently elderer than he is. Oh. And he gives up his immortality, cuts his hair. He has a dumb costume that looks really bad. And he shows up. He sees Jax with his big old robot arms. And Raiden's like, you should just believe in yourself. Okay. Don't do not do robot arms. What are you doing? Um, Liu Kang finds Sonya? Or, no, Katana's the one that got captured in this one. Um, and then a guy just Tarzan swings at him twice. And then it turns out it's Baraka. Barack Obama? Baraka. Obama? He has, he's a guy with sword arms. Barack Obama has sword arms? When did this happen? Oh, when he was doing whatever conspiracy thing I was trying to think of. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so Barack is a character from the games. He sucks. Um, and the guy, the, he has like a weird face in the games, like a monster-y face, but it's like, anyway. Okay. He's very clearly wearing like a cheap rubber mask. Oh boy. It's so, the, the effects are terrible. Um, and then some more Barakas show up and more guys with sword arms and, uh, Shiva, the forearm lady, she shows up and then doesn't even have like a real fight. She just gets squished by a cage. Oh, they just drop a big old cage on top of her. It's like, yep, we did it. Well, that's disappointing. We, we squished her like a bug. Okay. Very embarrassing. Um, Sindel is dead again. I don't know who that is. Uh, the mother. Oh, okay. She, they explained earlier that she had been dead, but then had been brought back to life. And that's when she gets to do her, but you will die. <laughs> but they, she's just dead now again for no reason. Okay, cool. Bye. And then, then she's not dead. She's uh, like, oh, oh, look, I'm alive again. JK. And, and Raiden says, it cannot be. And Sindel says, oh, but it can. And it is. And you are powerless. This acting. It's really bad. She whips Raiden with her hair, which is pretty cool. Cool. And then uh, Jade. That was a car. The character of Jade. She's been hanging out with Liu Kang in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just goes, the legend was a lie. You've been tricked. And runs off. She's like, <laughs> she literally says, you've been tricked. What? <laughs> the what? dialogue. Honestly, I don't think there's any actors who could have made this dialogue work, but it's, they were, you know, turns out Sindel and Jade were in cahoots doing whatever they were doing. Uh, Sindel then escapes from the heroes. She does this like really awkward spin. She just starts spinning in place. Like. Cool. Until she just disappears. And. Nice. <laughs> where And she just leaves Jade there and Jade is like, oh, oh dang. And so she just kind of like awkwardly creeps away and the heroes apparently don't know how to turn their heads because they're idiots. <laughs> What is this movie? Garbage. Absolute garbage. It really is. Uh, Raiden reveals that Shao Kahn is his brother. And Shao Kahn's mad at Jade for some reason. Okay. And then she gets eaten by that CGI monster. Nice. He just pops out of a wall and just goes, munches her up and then it does a a weird burp. Oh. For comedy, I guess. What? Where did... What? Oh my gosh. This movie... And it turns I think out, a third grader wrote this. Did you write this? No. In 97? I should have. That would have been about right, right? I, I could have written something better, I bet. Wow. Yeah, take take that, whoever wrote this. Um, turns out Raiden's father is a jerk, 
is and his father is Shinnok, I think. He he's never called by name in the movie, I don't think, but I think he's credited as Shinnok, who is a character from the games. Hmm. Um this is where they're gonna have like the final final showdown and Shinnok apparently is the one opening the gates to to Earth so that they can destroy Earth. Well goodness, Dad. Exactly. And Raiden gets the crap kicked out of him. He loses to Shao Kahn. And Shao Kahn literally just says, I win. Make sure. Uh, Jax calls Motaro. Motaro is the centaur demon man. Yeah. Calls him Mr. Ed. Topical reference for <laughs> somebody, I guess. Like, that wasn't even topical, I don't know. Back in the 50s. 40 years ago. Yep. Um, let's see. So, yeah. So, then... Katana is going to fight Sindel, mother versus daughter. What row? Uh, Jax is going to fight Motaro. And Sonya is going to fight Ermac because um, she just had nobody else to fight, I guess. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because uh, like Sindel and Katana, obviously, they're going to talk at each other because it's mother-daughter fight. Jax and Motaro talk at each other because Jax is he's, he's just you know dealing one-liners or whatever. Yeah. And... Whereas like Sonya and Ermac, that fight's just there. They don't talk at all. There's no there's no trash talk or anything. <laughs> it's really, it's just like they forgot to do something. Uh, oh yeah, you guys uh fight. And Sindel and Katana are fighting. Sindel is like, is that any way to treat your mother? Katana says, my mother is dead. And Sindel says, as soon will be her daughter. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a. There's a part where Shao Kahn and uh, Luke Hang are fighting, and uh, they make another Bible reference where... Bible? Yeah. Sort of like the other one with the earth being created in six days. Oh, yeah. And Shao Kahn says, pathetic and weak. Clearly, Raiden has molded you in his image. Ooh, that <laughs> is trash talk right there. Yeah. Dang. Uh, one of Jax's robot arms comes off. He has regular arms underneath, so it's like a, oh. a suit to it type of thing. Surprise. He loses one of his robot arms, and Motaro just straight up slaps him with his own arm, which is pretty great. <laughs> um, the heroes are getting their butts kicked, and then Jax is like, I should just believe in myself, and he takes off the other robot arm, and then he, and then he, and then he wins on him. Oh, nice. Believe in yourself. Yeah. You randomly. just have to believe. And then Jax goes and helps Sonya. Sonya does a Huracan Rana to Ermac and then just keeps her uh, feet around his head and then just snaps his neck, which is pretty cool. Wow. Liu Kang, he's getting his butt kicked, but then he Uh-oh. unlocks his animality. He turns yeah. into a bad CGI dragon. Nice. And then Shao Kahn does, turns into a bad CGI multi-headed dragon. That's the weird head. That's like the process of him turning into e- it. Which, okay, okay. Um, this really embarrassing bad CGI fight happens for a bit. Yeah. Then they fall off a building and then they just turn back into dudes. Fight that part's over. Okay. And then it turns out Shao Kahn is mortal and he's like, well, but why? And they don't really explain it. <laughs> um, then two elder gods show up and they stop Shinnok because he's also an elder god, I think. I guess there were three of them. Hmm. They show up and they're just like, the fate of the universe shall be decided in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and then literally the song starts. <laughs> exactly. No, like literally they go Mortal Kombat and then the music starts immediately. It's That's incredible. kind of good. That's incredible. They do a fa- they do a fight. Uh, Liu Kang wins. Um, Shinnok gets turned into a... Wait, that's why he's mortal. Because it has to be Mortal Kombat. That's true. Okay, boom. 
Yeah, you're not allowed to. You're not in the in the first movie. They said like Raiden couldn't be in Mortal Kombat because he's immortal, mm-hmm. and so I think that's the idea. Gotcha. Um, yeah, his his uh, Shinnok turns into like a cube or something. Like he's being turned. <laughs> like he, it looks like he's being sent into like the Phantom Zone or something. Cool. And then the it shows the world's going back to normal because the world was like apocalyptic, but yeah, they only barely all, show it. All dark and weird. And then it goes back to being normal. Well, cool. It just it's just back to normal. Cool. Uh, Raiden he gets uh, revived by the Elder Gods, cool. which are a bad CGI liquidy thing that's floating, and then a bad flame CGI. Weird. Um. And then the heroes are hanging out, and, and at some point Raiden just says like. You're a family now. It's like Aww, what? Cool. <laughs> that's random. Sure. Yeah. I. That's it. That's basically it. That was literally a recap of the entire movie. Yes. What do you mean? That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole movie. No, you don't need to go watch it now. Andrew just did a play-by-play for you. You kind of should though. But no, don't. Because re- like, when you were talking about this, like I started remembering it from childhood. Like I'm, I'm remembering watching it and like bits and pieces of it. Yeah, there there was plenty I remembered about it, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember it in very good detail. Oh, by the way, Andrew watched this because he owns it. I do own this on, on DVD. DVD. Yeah, the <laughs> first the first one's on Netflix, but the second one is not. So oh. fortunately, I had I just dug out my old DVD. Congratulations! Which is a double sided DVD. Oh. One side is full screen, and one side is widescreen. You fancy? Which is a very weird thing. You are fancy. Wow. Okay, that was that was pretty extra. That was pretty intense. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, okay. Anything else for what you've been looking at? Um, for you. Not really. I'll just say quickly, I've still been playing that baseball game. Oh, yeah? And I need to turn the difficulty up because I'm kind of winning too hard at it. Good job. And yet, despite winning so hard at it, I still hate it because I'm not winning enough at it. So What does that even mean? In, in baseball, a really good batting average is 300. That translates to 30%. Okay. Um, I'm batting like 425 or something right now. Nice. Which, and I'm leading the league in home runs. It's like, but I'm still getting mad because I'm. that's less than half if you're doing 425. That's, yeah. That's 43% less than, almost. Yeah. And I'm still getting mad. So I think I just hate baseball. I think you hate baseball. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's a good like, thing I stopped playing it. I like to go watch it sometimes. Like a game or two a season is fine with friends or or. or just beers just a beer yeah exactly <laughs> you know just something but you know not when it's miserable outside either and of course not when COVID's happening but you know baseball whenever things go back to normal after everybody wears their masks <clears throat> um okay uh what have i been looking at i haven't been looking at much but i've been listening to i finished i'll be gone in the dark it was the book about the golden state killer dude yeah it was amazing. I got a little teary-eyed. I got a little emotional at the end of it because the intensity and dedication Michelle McNamara had for her 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 drive to find and identify the Golden State Killer, her tenacity was just incredible. And it was so she was, you know, she passed away in 2016. And she passed away in her sleep. Um, she had she had con- um, coronary artery disease, which is she had a blockage in her heart. But 
it became exacerbated. And I, she may have, meaning she may have had a heart attack, but she also had a couple different prescription drugs in her system. They were prescribed to her. I don't know if it was an overdose, whatever it was, it was not on purpose. Um, but she did have known insomnia and known like depression, anxiety. Um, and it's just, it's so, it's just so sad. I wish she could have been around because I, it, what Joseph D'Angelo is the, is the golden state killer. He wasn't identified until 2018. So just two years after her passing, he was identified and arrested. He pled guilty last month, I believe to a bunch of different charges. I think it was last month or the month before. And he's, he's in jail, 70, 72 years old. So justice may have been delayed, but it was served, you know, and it's just, uh, it was such a good book. And Patton Oswalt, who is, who is her husband, Oh my gosh, he did it. He did like a afterward thing, whatever that's called, an epilogue. Is that what it's called? Um, I think either one, depending on. I think afterward would be appropriate for what you're talking about. Yeah, and he did it like after. I think he 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 did it after Joseph D'Angelo had been identified, and so it was just like it was really like he was just like basically like babe, we got him for you because he remained invested in it for her with like Paul's Paul Holes who's and um, Billy Jensen, who are both really, really, really um, popular crim- criminologists and FBI or no, no, no. What were they? One's a crime reporter, Billy Jensen, maybe investigative reporter. Is that a thing? Inves- he might be. Investigative reporting is a thing. Maybe it might. I can't remember exactly criminologist and whatever. But anyway, it was it was just really emotional because of the amount of dedication she put into it. And finally, at last, something that this man, he, I mean, he got away with, I think it was like 60, 60 rapes and murders. I mean, it was insane. I mean, absolutely insane. And it wasn't for a lack of trying. He just, well, he was a, he was a cop. And so he knew stuff. And that's how he stayed ahead of it. Interesting. Yep. But anyway, it was really, really good. So now I need another book to start. I just love listening to audiobooks and podcasts. So Star Wars. No. Dooku. Jedi mm. Lost. No. It's pretty good. You can just tell me about it. I just prefer you tell me about it. Not right now. No, that one's pretty good. It's done like an audio drama. Maybe. Oh, did I did. The Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, yeah. I didn't finish it yet. I'm almost finished with it. But I got distracted by it. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. And I, I really want another one like that. It was so good. Was so good yeah the dooku one is done kind of like an audio drama is it is it real life is it real life star wars yeah no it's actually um yes <laughs> the problem is it took place in a galaxy far away <gasps> a long time ago so yeah we're constantly we're constantly learning new information from the Star Wars, uh, from their galaxy. You are obsessed. It's not true. You 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 know more about Star Wars than anybody else I know. Mm, I don't know the most about Star Wars of people I know. Oh, really? Who knows more? Uh, my cousin. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like he re- he read like all those old books and stuff. Really? Yeah. That's he was, impressive. He was a big fan of those. Oh, that's okay. That's cool. He he definitely knows more than me. Okay, I still I haven't even finished Clone Wars. The show? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. What do you think? You like it? It it starts off so it starts off kind of rough, but as you get into like season two, it starts to pick up and get better. As most things do. 
and the animation also gets a little better oh good because it starts off real ugly looking to me yeah um the weird thing is that episodes some of the the episodes don't take place in chronological order of like the timeline dislike so there's a character introduced in season one who was killed in season two and then back for a random episode in season three because that past but yes so episode took place before season two it wasn't like he got resurrected it's just this happened before dislike there's i wish i would have done it before i started watching but there's like a an official like in order watch list you can do okay yeah i kind of wish i would have done that but yeah i feel like i'm too far in you're too it's too much now yeah anyway what else i i think that's it i i let's let's shut this one down okay let's get out let's first let's do our quick rant wear a mask yeah idiots yeah wash your hands don't be a weird baby wear a mask and this time we're not going to talk about it anymore (laughs) yeah we 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 got onto a box last week yeah like i i listen back to the shows occasionally Mm -hmm. and i got to the part where it's about to start and i was like no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) because you already know what we're gonna say (laughs) but i listened to the rest of it i was like that's fine just to like i try and listen to see if there's something where i could improve or whatever editing yeah 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 yeah. so but yeah that one i was just like got we got through the what you're looking at part and then i was like oh god there's like 27 i I was like i think there's like 20 minutes left we're just gonna be yelling about masks i think (laughs) Oh God! Okay, so that was we, a mistake. We won't do that this week. So no, we're, th- we're done. There it is. We, we said you know, it. We're you know moving where on. We stand. Okay, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to us. Thanks for sticking through Andrew's play-by-play recap of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, if y'all like that, uh, let me know, and maybe I'll find some more trash movies to watch. <laughs> uh okay so um thanks for listening to us thanks for stopping by um you can find us if you would like to on facebook at paint the town dead you can find us on instagram at paint the town dead all one word twitter at pttd pod and you can email us at pttd pod at gmail.com we drop episodes every tuesday Please be sure to subscribe, rate, like, share, comment. Any interaction you have with our posts, any interaction you have with our pages, it helps. And if you subscribe on your preferred listening platform, that does help our ratings. And so we really appreciate that. Uh, Also, if you leave, um, not only do you subscribe, but you leave a rating as well. If you like our show, please give us five stars. And if you're you're famous or know anybody famous, uh, tell them to retweet about it. So yeah. we can become internet famous. We would love that. Also, not really. I don't know. Mixed feelings. I, I just want us to get to the point where we are also um, hawking Audible and right. VPNs That's right. and mattresses and Squarespace or whatever. Yeah, Squarespace. The hair. M- Madison Reed. Yes. I actually heard one of those recently. Oh, did you? Yeah. Why did I hear that? Uh, it was on a wrestling podcast that's weird yeah apparently they have like a men's thing oh okay it was like mass it was like madison reed men or something like that oh, okay yeah. oh the therapy one talk space that's that's a big one now i don't think i've heard that one that one's a big one oh but it is a good one that's hopefully good one. you know what i want us to get blue chew what's blue chew penis pills basically oh god no 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 you obviously don't listen to um 
man-based podcast, like wrestling podcast or video game podcast. Nope. (laughs) Nope, I don't. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you guys for listening. Um, You can catch us next week. Andrew will be doing next week's episode, and maybe I will recap a crappy movie. Who knows? Stay tuned to find out. Everything's a mystery. It is, but it's not. Okay, guys. Thanks for stopping in, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. And remember, the earth was created in six days, and so too shall it be destroyed. And on the seventh day, mankind shall rest in peace.